many made the investment into the lovely Project Friday Night? Wow, what an event. Did you get pictures in front of the opening wall? I have to admit that <clears throat> I don't know who ushered. I mean, everything was so timed. There wasn't enough time to do. I, I didn't even bid on I didn't even look at the stuff in the middle. I was so at that craps table. <laughs> so, so I go, I'm, so I'm trying to schmooze and, you know, talk to this person, that person. And, and I go, oh, um, I go into the restroom. So I go in the restroom, and I come out, and I'm like, hello? Everyone was gone except for the servers. And I'm like, this is, this is creepy. <laughs> so, so I said, do you know where they went? She was not an idea. So I go straight across, and I go down this long corridor, open the door, go down those long corridors. I didn't know that all of y'all went upstairs. And so I turned the corner, because I, I heard the production going on. I turned this dark corridor. And I, I go out and I went, oh, I'm on stage. <laughs> Did anybody see me step out during the first dance? I'm like, yo, <laughs> I missed the turn somewhere. But what an evening. I, we could have done two or three more hours. At least I could have. I didn't even get to use my tickets. So um, it, was, it was just an outstanding night. And... Actually, I'm going to be able to weave that into the message. We've been doing reacts. We're revisiting Acts. Now, this is a unique teaching because we're teaching on the book of Acts, and I do not have one single scripture from the book of Acts. You're going, how is he going to do that? Because when I was looking, I, I was looking at the theme of Acts, and you look up, you can look up online all the different people who say this thing, but pretty much the entire theme of Acts is historically what happened to the church right after Jesus ascended. And it's the Acts of the Apostles. So it's a story of the church being enabled by the Holy Spirit coming upon and dwelling with men. The Holy Spirit empowering the early church to do these incredible acts, signs and wonders is what the Bible calls them. Signs and wonders. So you can go through the book of Acts and it's just, you know, they did this, they did that, and this person was healed and this, this happened. And I go, wait a minute. I want to position us for our own book of Acts. Amen. I want to position us for that book. And so what, what did God do with the earlier books, the Old Testament and the New Testament, to position these men? How did these men get positioned for signs and wonders? Because this year, start, you know, last September, and I, I mentioned it before, this is the year of Jubilee. Every 50 years. This is it for me. The, the, every, it's designed that every adult gets to experience a year of Jubilee thing every 50 years. And this is the year that those things that belong to God are to return to God. We are gods. We, we, are, we belong to God. And everything we own belongs to God. And so here's what's been in my spirit and the spirit of many who have watched for these things. This is the year that that which has been lost... By God's people 
Investments made, I believe, are going to return. There have been investments made in families. There have been promises that have been given to adults is that your children, your household is going to serve the Lord, yet you don't see them serving the Lord. I believe that they're going to return. Those of us who've known people who've served the Lord, friends of ours, I've, and have walked away, I believe are going to return to the Lord. This is that year. So it's very important that we position ourselves for wonders. We have to get into position. There's a process that, that, that you go through to do it. And there's something that's been in our past that will discourage us. It will discourage us from putting ourselves back in that position that maybe we once possessed. So when I was in Peru, it, we, this has been a crazy month. Crystal and I were in Peru at the conference down there. Fabulous conference. Met some fabulous people from Hillsong. Uh, Cash Lunas, if you know anything about South America, he's like the super Benny Hinn of South America, but just the sweetest family. Um, and we get to spend time because all the teachers and they all get to eat together. They have all the meals together. So it was a great time. So we get back. Then we had the True Life Choice banquet Thursday night. Then we have the, uh, you know, Lovely banquet Friday night. It's just everybody's been on deck all week, and it's just been incredible. And it, what I've seen in Peru, what I saw here, what I've, what I've heard said about us, it just got me fired up. This verse I heard, now they were teaching about Jesus' miracle in the book of Mark, you know, when they lower the guy out of the, through the roof. And so, but this verse grabbed me. And it's the, the very last line of Mark 12. It said, we have never seen anything like this. And it said, those who are not saved glorify God when they see something that they've never seen before. When they experience something they've never How many, had, those who went on Friday night, had you ever seen anything like that before? You even said it. Now, when the world sees it, they say things that we know, wow, they don't realize it, but they're glorifying God because of what God's people produced, the level that God people's produced that, they come away going, we've never seen anything like this. They were amazed. You were amazed. I was amazed. And this is the state that the church should remain in, in, in everyone of faith. The things that we do, people need to come away and say, I've never seen anything like that. That glorifies God. You have the unsaved glorifying God when they say, I've never seen anything like that. And so in, in, early, in the book of Mark, it says a group of people who look for signs and wonders so that they'll be convinced said, that's a cursed group. He goes, but for those of you who believe, Signs and wonders follow you. If you're trying to follow a sign and a wonder, to be convinced, the Bible says you're a cursed group of people. But if you are God's sign and wonder, the signs follow you. Here's the word for you today. You are God's sign and wonder. Every one of you. You referred to God's trophy because of what his son sacrificed 
we're the reward, his reward. I think he gets ripped off. We get the reward. But we are the trophies of God. We are signs and wonders. When you got up today to come to church, was there a traffic jam getting out of your neighborhood? There wasn't, was there? They must go to the third service. Um, but you know what? I will guarantee you, because this is true, one of the men who comes to the first service now, a neighbor of mine. Somebody sees you get up every Sunday and leave early. You know, they're having their coffee going, where is he going? He goes, this, every Sunday he gets up and goes somewhere. And his wife goes, he goes to church. I'm like, wow, that's a sign and a wonder. <laughs> Some people hate that you get up and go every Sunday because you make them feel guilty that they're not. Some people love that you go because they know that in a time of trouble who they can go and ask for prayer. You are a sign and a wonder. Accept it. And you being a sign and a wonder, things, birds of a feather, signs and wonders are going to follow you. That's our calling. This is the year of Jubilee. I want to position myself to receive that which is the return to the Lord. Till next September, we need to position ourselves to be right there. These signs will follow. You see, you'd think, I'd like this. I'd, I'd like a sign or a wonder to follow me. You are. You Just, just say, say it to me. T tell me, say, I'm a sign and a wonder <laughs> to somebody who has grandchildren. You're a sign and a wonder. Oh, I get anything I want today. <laughs> it's like, woohoo, Grandpa's here. <laughs> wow. Well, the whole idea is to get us in that position. Now, there's a story um, in the Old Testament in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. It starts at verse 1. And three different armies have come to fight Israel and Judea. They said, they're just going to wipe them out. They don't, they don't stand a chance. And Jehoshaphat, who was the king, now you want you wonder how hard his mother's labor was to name him Jehoshaphat. And it's like, <laughs> this kid's already causing me trouble. Jehoshaphat. You know, like, wow. Uh, or, I'm sorry, is there any Jeho Jehoshaphats in the room? <laughs> but, uh, okay, that's pretty safe. That and Judas. So, um, so it reads here, the Lord's telling, tomorrow march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeril. You will not have to fight this battle. Take your positions. Take your position. You know, you're going to get, put your armor on. They said, uh, if you read the chapter, it said they had the, the Levites playing as they went out just like they were going to battle. They prepared for battle. The Lord said, you're not going to have to fight it. I'm going to fight it. But get in the position. Dress for it. Dress for success. That's what they did. They dressed for success. We're going to a battle. We're going... We're not wearing yoga pants. You know, 
We're not wearing the board pants. We're... They dressed for a battle, though the Lord said, you know what, the battle's mine. But they took the position. They had the look. They had the look of a winner. They talked the language of battle. Take your positions and stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow. And the Lord, man, the Lord it will be with you. Being positioned, and that's what they were, being positioned for wonders. And there's too many Christians today, maybe because of disappointment in the past, I, I don't know, but it's like, they think that success is going to just come by chance. Or I just prayed. For people you see, some incredible thing happened. They go, oh, this person, how'd you, how were you so successful? Oh, we just prayed. Well, I pray. Well, how do you pray? You know, in a knee, in a closet, you know. And then we do it. Success isn't luck it's not just knowing the right people. And knowing the right people is the right process. And I was trying to meet the commissioners last night, but there's something before all of that. The truth is you never become successful by default. Just to, If I live long enough, I'm going to be wealthy. You become successful by intention, by choices that you make. See, this is what, this is what separates us from animals. And trees. Trees can't make a decision. An apple tree is going to grow oranges. I mean, it's just an apple, apple tree is like, you know, I'm tired of apples. I'm going to go with that orange thing, you know. <laughs> How about your dog? You love your dog. You think your dog loves you. You know, he does. And anyone else who feeds him. <laughs> you know that same little dog licking you in the face? He just ate his vomit out back. <laughs> the Bible tells us this. He goes, look, the dog returns to its vomit because he can't make choices. He has instincts. I remember the commercial. There was a commercial of this guy driving. You know, he, he was parked and he looks aside and a policeman comes up on this, the side. And you hear the policeman going, you're great. I really like you. You're good looking. I'd like to spend time, time with you. And he hands him his ticket, the guy signs it, and the cop walks away. And then the picture is coming back this way, and it shows, it shows the dog, and he says, don't you, don't you wish everyone had the same attitude as your dog? <laughs> I was like, yeah. What, but it's by instinct. And if he does something, it's because you trained him. It's not because the dog woke up today and went, hmm, let me plan my day. I'm going to leave my owner a little prize right there. You know, I mean, it's just this instinct. We are successful by choice. We have the ability. We have the ability to go against our instinct to run and hide. We go against, you know, what feels natural or what everyone else is doing. We can do something out of season. And so it is, it's at that that you join. God intended us to join with him. To make choices, to serve. He says, the steps of a righteous man is ordered by the Lord. 
It only comes to the righteous because that man has come into agreement and made a choice to live life the way the scriptures tell us to live. Tells us how to make decisions. Tells us to listen to a Holy Spirit that is going to lead us. So a righteous man's steps are ordered. And see, to someone who doesn't know that, it looks like they're just lucky. Well, that's just a lucky. You know, oh, it just came to them. It's been ordered of the Lord for those who make the right choice to join in agreement with God. And that takes us out of our comfort zone, takes us out of the season, takes us out of, well, it just feels like I should do it. Well, God intended to partner with man for these things, to, for us to rule. That which we conquer. But to rule, you have to have the posture to rule. To, to obtain, you have to have the, the, the posture to, to keep it. If, if you believe that God told you to increase financially, then th for your cry for increase, it demands a cry for development. You see... Look at, look at those who win the lottery. They've not developed. They've been crying, I want to increase, I want to increase. Then they win $50 million. The average is, is within two to three years it's gone. What didn't happen? They did not develop. They increased and they lost it. How many times have we asked God to increase us in some area and we lose it? So we did not get developed. Our cry went out to God. But our cry didn't go out to our development. If you were asking God to increase you financially, you need to take Financial Peace University. You need to get some type of training. You need to find some type of mentor. If you want to increase in your business, you need to follow someone who knows how to sell, someone knows how to speak, someone knows who, how to dress. You dress. How did the Lord say, listen, I'll fight the battle, but you get dressed for it. You talk like it. You have to change your speech, the way you carry yourself. You want your marriage to grow? Lord, I've been married for 20 years, and I want my marriage to increase. You're crying for development. You need to go take a class or be mentored by someone. Just don't say, going, I prayed about it, it's going to happen. A cry for increase is a cry for development. That is where you have to come into an agreement. You know what? God, I have, I'm in agreement. That you're going to increase me this way, and here's what I'm going to do about it. I'm crying out for development. I'm going to get developed so I can possess that which you're about to give me. He wants you to possess it instead of it possessing you. So every cry, let's see where we are here. Always going to keep up there. Oh, see, I'm getting behind. Look at this verse in Corinthians. In Corinthians 2.9, it says, What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no, man, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared, is that past tense or future tense? It's past. See, God has prepared it for us. It's waiting for us 
to be developed. It is waiting for us to get in the position so that we can hold and keep it. Everyone here, everyone here got married. You know someone who got married. People get married because they're what? They're in love. You know, people get divorced going, well, I never really loved them. You liar. You were sick in love. You couldn't stand not to be with that person. Now you can't stand to be with them. You couldn't stand to be without them. Now you can't stand to be with them. You weren't prepared for the position that you were about to take. Well, she spent... Did she spend money before? Did she give it? Well, well I, I never noticed it. You were not prepared. I married the wrong person. You were not prepared to marry this person. Because I know 10 other people who could be married to them. Who can control her, you know, make her feel, not control her, but control. <laughs> beat her in the closet, chain her to a pipe in the basement. <laughs> now he's preaching. <laughs> Be able to control the anger that rises within you because of her actions. Because of your love and consideration, she will talk and work with you. Wow. Back the backhoe up and fill this hole in. <laughs> and we're live streaming. We can't edit this. <laughs> Yay. If my wife is out there listening right now. <laughs> well, it looks like I'm going to the flower shop today on the way home. <laughs> Wow. Prepared for success. Are you in position for success? That's what the Lord is telling us this year. It's prepared for us. It's waiting. And if you've lost it, those crazy investments, stop trying to deny it. I raised emus. <laughs> A big bird that's taller than me. I no longer do it. All that money I'm expecting, come on back to the Lord's. <laughs> Lord, I was only doing this to increase what you've given me and manage it, and I lost it. It went in feed. Hours. When Pete, how long? Pete was only here a couple of weeks, and a bobcat had jumped on the back of one of them and just ripped it open. So I got this man from a civilized country, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to jump on the back of the emu. You get on it, and I'm going to sew it up." And I had to get fishing line, 80-pound test, because it kept breaking. Because I had to pull the skin back over its muscles. He's, he's on top of this emu going, mm, 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 mm. it lived. I'm so glad to be done with this. <laughs> but it's coming back. Can I get an amen? I'm getting that back. I'm getting that back. This is my year. 
And I'm going to put myself in the position, and I'm going to, if my cry, if my cry is for increase, my cry is for development. I've already talked to, to three different men since this, God put this on my heart, going, you know what? When that money comes in, it's, are you a safe investment? Because I want to put my money where I don't sow. I want you to. You know how to do it. I'll just end up buying seals or something or llamas. <laughs> yeah, the llamas, a lot of money in llamas, you know. <laughs> it's coming. Amen. Amen. Well, I don't want to get ahead. There, there are some difficulties that, that happen. God has spoken to your heart in the past, given you hope, maybe a promise. Maybe you've been given a position and you lost it. That was not God's design. That was God telling us that you made an appointment and it was the wrong timing. You were too anxious or too slow, whatever. Maybe you didn't prepare. So what happens in a situation like this? The, the obstacles and the barriers is the first one is delay. When, when you think God has given you a promise, when you're working uh, to, 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 to increase you, your family, and it doesn't happen, and there's a delay, there's a huge thing that happens. It's, it's a disappointment. Your dream, the, the timing is gone. And it, it's, it's so crushing that you put all this time into it. But you see, you had a promise. And you set a date. You set an appointment for it to happen. And it didn't happen. It got extended. It got changed. You missed the appointment. And that turns into a disappointment. A missed appointment is a disappointment. The problem is it's, we don't reschedule the appointment because we are so destroyed. It didn't happen in this timing. It's there. It's waiting. That cry for increase is a cry for development. Now, Join with God's what he's got prepared. We've got to go find out how do I get trained for it. How do I get trained for this thing? When you were in school, you usually took a test at the end of the year, right? When promotion, when the, you could get promoted or not, it, it comes at the end of the year. Now, this is, this is for some of you right now who are in a test. And you think you have an appointment out there. Right before promotions are available, there's usually a test. During the test, it's to find out, are you equipped for the position you're about to take, the graduation? Are you equipped to be a junior? Are you equipped to graduate? Are you equipped to hold on to finances? Are you equipped to be married? Are you equipped to be the manager? 
There's a test. And in things of God, before he increases us with things that he's prepared because they belong to him, and he says, I want you to manage this. These are for you to manage. He wants a manager who's passed the test. So during the test, do you hear the teacher teaching? The teacher usually is silent. Did you hear that? I'm going through a tough time. I've been praying. I don't hear nothing. That would be considered cheating. I can't get anyone to help me. They don't want their test to be stolen. I mean, they're taking their own test. Why is God so silent? Because he's ready to promote. He's ready to promote. And the enemy turns us around and says, see, he doesn't care. No. He's ready to promote you to see if you have learned the material, if you've been developed. He doesn't want to lose it again by giving it to you. He doesn't want to lose it again. He gives it to those who have passed the test. So if God's silent, say amen. I'm in a test and I'm going to be found trustworthy, faithful, that whatever he gives me, I'll have, I'll have it there for when he returns, and it will have interest on it. Amen. And you know, you want to know the best part of this? Here's what he says. Here's what he says. You know what? If I don't come back and get it from you, give it to your kids, and I'll get it from them. Is that not good? And if I don't come back when your kids get it, give it to your grandkids, and I'll get it from them. But I want it growing every generation. Your righteousness, your righteous family should be growing and getting better. Oh, my goodness. It's not done yet. <laughs> and let me tell you, this one is, this is my tough one. Anyone who's worked with me, anyone who's spent more than 10 minutes with me knows that number two is my demise. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. My family is cheering now. Man, I can have dreams. I can, oh, I, I can deal with delay. But please don't make me go through the detail. Oh gosh, I mean, throw me into a pile of fire ants. I'll just. <laughs> Oh, man, details, this lovely thing. My wife, because we have to go over all the details and do whatever she would go over. I'm on the board. This is, this is how much I love details. You know, they're talking, well, we're going to have them do a little test, you know, what they're going to serve. When, I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Well, we're going to talk about it. We should, uh, 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 uh. Here's my job. Do it. Okay. Oh, man. We love events. How many love Friday night? How many want to do one next week? Nobody who did the details. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We had 20 minutes of dance. I was amazed. I've never seen anything. In that 20 minutes that glorif had unbelievers glorifying God, 
was five months, three days a week of rehearsals. Details. Details. Detail. Detail. You need someone to develop you. I can dream things, but I just not a man to do details. That was just I gotta cry. Help! I'm not gonna do. It's not gonna get done. I just it's too painful. The event, and I think we all are in that situation. Just about. I don't know really know. I know people who are good at details. I really don't know anyone who says, "Yeah, that's my bread and butter." I lie awake. I'd rather be awake thinking about details than sleeping. Like. You're ill. <laughs> wow. Whew. You know, and people go, <clears throat> people go to that, you know, like the lovely event, or they go to church and someone gives them a prophetic word and said, you're going to do this and you're going to be everything you ever thought you could ever be beyond. And, and then they talk about, oh, I got this incredible word. Oh, I went to this incredible event. When people would come and do the one day lovely, they go, oh, what's your, where's your material? We'll, we'll copy this at our church or our school. And we're going, nah. No. It's not the materials. not the book that we're teaching. It's the details that every one of these girls have worked through. Every little nut and bolt which makes it happen. From seamstress to the guys who build stuff on stage. That's the nuts and bolts. Every, and, you, and when you get, if you go to church and you get an inspiring word, that's not the details, that's the event. You're excited about the event, but when you get to the details, you're going to walk away from it. A prophecy that you've been given. That you, you, you know what, so this is what the Lord's speaking to me. And you put it in a drawer and you take it out and it never happened. It's because you never got developed. I believe in prophecy. There's two things I don't believe in. I believe if someone gives a prophetic word, I'll believe the prophecy. But two things didn't happen. Either that person didn't put himself in a place to get developed, to, to be, be the prophecy, or the interpretation of the prophecy could be wrong. But I believe in the prophecy. I'm a little shaky when the man part gets involved. The human element. You didn't put yourself in a position for that prophecy to happen. You have to be in agreement with God. Don't live on just the event. There has to be an appointment and there has to be details. Which takes us to here. Everyone. Because today you're... God is stirring up when you, for that increase. I remember, I remember that promise. I want you to know, he who gave the promise is faithful to fulfill the promise. If you believe that, that only leaves you in one area to give the cry for development. If you believe that of your God who gave the promise is faithful to give it, then there's only one aspect missing, and that's you getting to develop to take the posture, the look, the stature, to hold on to what God is already sitting, waiting for you to have. 
history turns us to the story of Zechariah. God said the battle, I'll do the battle, but take your position. Take your position. Go out there. The battle's mine. But who wins the battle? God wins the battle, but guess who gets the reward? Right, immediate. Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat's going to get the reward. The people. It said the plunder was so great. Here's what happened. No one saw God walk out there and going, boys, this one's me. You know, and, he's, and this huge sword goes, you know, that didn't happen. One guy trips, bumps into a guy from another country and goes, hey. And so what would you say? They end up killing each other. All the different armies started fighting each other. Did you see God there? Did you see little angels? You know? He didn't see it. He said, these, these guys are crazy. They're killing each other. Because he doesn't trust him, doesn't trust him, doesn't trust him. He said, the plunder was so incredible that the army had to leave some. They took it back and had to come back and get it. Clothing. Armament, all kinds of plunder. The battles of the Lord's. Though you may not see an angel out there mowing down the enemy, that circumstance was him. That was him. Having what belongs to God return. We tell this story often. Talk about taking the right position, the right, posi the right clothing, the right speech. To the disciples, get called in by the Sanhedrin. Who is this Jesus that you serve? And he, they just let them have it. And he, they went through it, Old Testament and all that. They said, we've never seen anything like this. These two boys are as dumb as a doorknob. But they spoke. And they spoke in such a way and so knowledgeably and with such stature, we knew they were speaking for God himself. Wow. I've never seen anything like it. And the unsaved marvel. The last story we use this in the encounters. One little guy Jesus is coming to town. This time he's really popular. I mean, everybody knows Jesus. Yeah. He's coming in town. And they just pack it in. One little guy can't see. Man, he hot foots it, picks up the skirt. Beats it down the road. Climbs a tree. And he was a man, a physician. He was a tax collector. You know, he's got one of these little things, you know, thinking, hey, hey, see your underwear. You know, I mean, just, you grew up for ridicule anytime you're climbing a tree in a skirt. Right, ladies? Okay. Zacchaeus is climbing up there. He's opened himself to ridicule. But Jesus is walking by everybody in this town. Everybody in there yelling, Hosanna, well, you're great. Hey, look at me, look at me. And he's walking through the town. And he goes, Zacchaeus, have supper at your house tonight. You positioned yourself. 
to be found by God. That's what he's telling us. Position yourself. Overcome what you're not good at. Get developed. Find a mentor. Get in a small group. Position yourself. And this is for small groups. Oh, not that. You see, with all of these victories, Jehoshaphat, Zacchaeus, you cannot have the victory if you don't show Don't just say, I went to the event, I got prayed for, hands were laid on me, someone gave me a word. Show up. Get developed. Can't have the victory unless you show up. Now we'll go to small groups. That'll be the small group discussion this week in most small groups. Today, I want to resurrect those, those who've had a disappointment. It was the wrong timing. Or you were given a promise and you didn't get the development. Or you were given the promotion and you lost it because you didn't get the skills. You didn't carry yourself the right way. You didn't show up. You did not show up for what was being handed to you. This is our year. Get that position. If you have a cry, if you hear a renewing of a cry in your heart, or maybe a new one, recognize that there's the second cry is up to you to get developed. If I think that the Lord's told me that I'm going to achieve this, it's up to me to be developed. So I'll be able to take that position. That I'll be able to manage the money, that I'll be able to keep the marriage strong, that I'll be able to, to do whatever gifting that he's handing me. Hear the second cry. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Are you, come on, who's ready for this year? Yeah, buddy. Estu turno. Man, it is our turn. We're going to be in the right position. We are going out and taking it. We're showing up for the victory. Because we've been developed. Let me pray. Father, every man and woman in this, this house today, Lord, you have given us your word. And we embrace it. Now, Lord, for those who are in a test, let them know why you're silent. Let them know why you maybe feel distance to them. That they've taken the test and they need to be found trustworthy of their development. Lord, those of us who had a disappointment, we, we mismanaged the timing. And we were disappointed and we quit. Lord, set us a new date. Set us a new date and we're going to show up for that victory. To take possession of that which you've already made for us to have. Father, we are so excited that we are in your house. And Lord... Every one of us are going to hear these words spoken about us or something that we're doing. I was amazed, for I've never seen anything like this. We do it in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a shout. Yeah! yeah. Woo! Yeah.